Episode 1, The Epic of Amazon. How far must one go back to truly see? What would you see? If you went back long before the beginning of creation, what would there be? Not a single element of the future mattered in the span of what happened before all happening. And before all happening is the place that I dream of. There was such a place before light was seen nor darkness dreaded. The universe does not yet exist. A seemingly easy concept to think about, yet at the same time, it can drive one to the brink of insanity, pondering just the idea. Before everything, there was nothing. But lo, nothing is something. And there was a place before time where only one nothing dwelt. He was everywhere. He was the everywhere. The only. The sacred only. Nothing himself was there forever and forever shall be. Though nothing was everything, everything was joyful. He was space. He was time. And he was everything. His thoughts resounded into the vast expanse of everything and became part of the sacred everything. And he was none but good. Love he crafted from himself. Power he crafted from himself. And he let this joy overflow, and it exploded from everything. Light. A part of everything that could be beheld by the eye. Touched by the hand. Air that would be low, sweet to the taste. Burning brightness. Violence, yet heat that brought soothing warmth and wielded by it, water, who would birth the creations of everything. Sacred of everything were those who chose to love their great creator, willful servants to their creator, the greatest marvels of creation. Seas began to crash against stormy banks. Volcanoes erupted, spewing gentle air from worlds to softly blanket them with a firmament. Entities began to breathe and walk and wonder. They wondered about all the mysteries of their creator, which they so loved. But most of all, the concept of pain. Pain, the opposite of good. As unfathomable as color to the lifelong blind. None but the creator can know pain. For he sees what is, and what was, and what will be. It is he, the only, who suffers. He sees the abhorrent future. The creator knew that he needed to build an army. Of infinity came the Aswarali, and they bowed and did homage to their king, their lord, their god. The only thing that they knew is that their existence was to be owed to their creator. But the creator chose to be loved, and he permitted them minds. Emotion flared inside the Aswarali. Tears were brought to their eyes. Humility worshipping at the feet of the divinity. Pride at being so close.
passionately they did his deeds. They walked amongst the mortal creatures who began to ponder and love their creator themselves. Others shaped worlds and oversaw their furious, flaming transformations as they morphed into habitable bodies for the life that the creator sculpted there. The most passionate and loving of the Aswarali were Myasi. Fiercely they did his works, and constantly their chorus rang out in praise. These servants were the most beloved, and became the first hierarchy. Dondorkos, they named their creator. And from the Myasi came the most adoring, most loving, and most passionate of the servants. And for his nobility, Dondorgos bestowed on him enormous power and might. Teirul he was named, guardian of light. Through his arrogance, his love for Dondorgos slipped away. He spoke of himself as an equal to Dondorgos, to those who feared his great might. So close was he to the Creator that he began to boldly question his decisions. Billions of Yeswerli were corrupted by his powerful tongue and cunning intelligence. Teirul, who was so fiercely loved by Dondorcos, preached that power had corrupted the Creator, and the corrupt refused to hearken to the wisdom of Dondorcos and fiercely watched the debates between the Creator and his servant. Dondorcos's plan for the infinite future did not change the Creator made the future well known amongst the Aswerli, and Teirul challenged the Creator. Fear was introduced to creation as the universe trembled in battle. A lowly guardian named Emuler sounded a horn that called all of the powers to his aid. Teirul named himself Vaharon, and the corrupt who worshipped at his feet fled the immense wrath of Nandorcos and retreated to creation itself. Kali, they called them, mockingly, meaning cowards. But the fallen strangely accepted this name and made it one greatly respected and feared. Within creation, there was a land called Abno. She was a beautiful world, teeming with magnificent life of all sorts, the most remarkable were the dominions of men who called themselves Choti, and their home, Earth. The guardians of Abno were Emular and another called Gaiai. And this was the reason Vaharon struck first upon the spirit that he hated most, and manifested himself in this world before the Xoti. Little by little they fell, and suffering quickly became vivid and alive. Pain became the creed of their lives. They desperately fought for their lives against the beasts and behemoths of the shadows. The children of the Creator continued to agonize, for their deeds in the name of Vaharon were unforgivable. The world of Avno became increasingly despicable. Children wailed and were killed amidst the great civil wars of Thekshoti. Waged, oh, excuse me. Children wailed and were killed amidst the great civil wars that the Kshati waged upon themselves. They murdered each other. Day after day, Himilur and Gai 
that the chains of thousands made up solely of the innocent, linked by hand to the feet of the Andorgos. A ground-shaking event was needed to end all this chaos. Gaiai, the spirit of Avno, came to dwell within the body itself. The Novo Esfirlo became the world. But Vaharon envied the power. Emular counseled with Don Dorogos, who masterminded a solution to end the wars. Avno, the domain most attacked by Vaharon, would be transformed so the population would spread out. Avno was split into two by Emular. Asteroids were taken to form both halves into two holes, two Earths. One was called Gmail, and the other was called Laoxia. The two Earths, though placed light years away, still had a physical and spiritual connection to Gaiai, impossible to break. And as for Emular, his spirit appeared before the most faithful of Exhoti Laoxia. They forge a residence out of the purest silver from the deepest stone and soils with the appearance of heavenly liquid frozen in time. It was adorned with perfect and beautiful diamonds, which were the closest things they had to blend with the elegant structure, and silky white pearls were crafted into the arrow that gleamed glamorously in the light of the morning sun. The hallowed abode of Amular called Andriel was hidden in a safe place where he could watch over Laexia as long as it lived, waiting for the day his bearer would come and entrust his new commands to the faithful. This concludes Season 1, Episode 1 of Ithaldor, The Torch of Dondorgos, written and narrated by Xavier G.S. Ferguson. Stay tuned for a new episode every Thursday.